something completely different. This is Shug Jordan, coach of the Auburn Tigers. Say what? No, 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 no. It's pronounced Jordan. Yes, yes, yes. This is Shug Jordan, football coach of the Auburn Tigers. It's pronounced Jordan. It's been a long time, my friend. I have so missed that. It's Every been, element of that opening. It's been a long time. I remember the first time I hear, heard it, felt like I had made it in this life. Yes, tag team back again, and why not? Well, we've had uh, many requests for It's Pronounced Jordan, IPJ as we like to call it. Um, and so we decided, you know what, we have the inclination we have the wherewithal and the uh the, the god-given talent and the uh the requests yeah the, uh, the market so a uh, demand yeah we decided you know what let's uh we've got stuff to talk about and That's- it doesn't always fit within the format of a morning radio show and which so- is you know started because of a IPJ. That's right. So I feel it's only uh, it's only right to kind of go back to the roots. If you are listening uh, to this online on a podcast, then uh, you may want to know, if you're not familiar with us, we do have a mo- radio morning show in Auburn, Alabama on Your name Wings, is Rich and my name is Jeremy. <laughs> Wings 94.3. My name is Rich Perkins. My, my uh, friend sitting across the desk from me is uh, Jeremy Henderson. He of the WarEagleReader.com. Uh, I have a blog of my own called AridingAJeep.com. Those are merely side gigs, if you will. Our main gig is Rich and Jeremy in the Morning on Wings 94.3. Which you can get, WingsFM.com. That's right. And uh, and then I think we should start, we should post this on there, too. Okay. I think we should like just throw uh, the, uh, the SoundCloud little thing up on there. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I feel like I should be coming in late though. <laughs> that I feel was, like I feel like that uh, was tradition. I feel like you know me running in real quick with no real clear <laughs> uh, direction in mind of where to go, just a vague sense that I exactly. should take it in, uh, take it in the direction of like whatever game was coming up and everything, and which is what I'm going to do now. Yeah, because we're playing Georgia again for the second time in 16 days, right? In that, or, no, no, no. It'll be it'll be longer than that. I don't know. It'll be tw- like twenty two days. Someday. Well, we're gonna beat them again, so it, it's gonna be great. Yes. We just came off the Iron Bowl, two back to back, essentially number one wins. I, you know, don't you hate it almost that Lamon Monroe was in there? Now, I mean, I, I appreciate the break, so for practical yeah. reasons, I'm glad they were yeah. there. But in terms, of, it would be so great to say just back to back weeks. Yeah. I mean, it is, and it essentially was. So this is something I wanted to go into it now. I've technically done it before, and it really kind of hit home yesterday because Reddit picked it up and was linking to it and everything. I wrote something about, I don't know, three, four years ago on the great injustice of uh, 1899 uh, in the Deep South's oldest rivalry. Um, we uh, we basically had the game one. We're playing in Atlanta, and it was for the first and time. And when we say we, we mean Auburn. Sure. Yeah, no, I'm, Just, I'm I mean, a wee man. I know. And, it stands for War Eagle, too, so you got it's it's all in there. I know, but I just, I I remind people, this is, it's pronounced Jordan, of course, Shug Jordan, the coach, Ralph Shug Jordan. Sure. Auburn's uh, former coach, yeah. the namesake of this show. Yes, So exactly. So we uh, had it won. Yeah. Uh, we were, it was 30 seconds left. 11 to 6 we're playing a week before Thanksgiving which is kind of rare uh because most of the uh, the Auburn Georgia game had become this big Thanksgiving tradition in Atlanta 
you know, in the five years, <laughs> right. or like seven well, that's years Auburn, going when on. you think about it, that's Auburn. Exactly. Auburn is very quick to grab anything exactly. and make it a lifelong tradition. But it, exactly. It, but if you, you read the Atlanta papers and they're just like, it is if they had no clue what life was like on Thanksgiving before the Auburn Georgia game. But North Carolina had just destroyed Georgia the week before the uh, the year before, and so they wanted revenge, and they wanted to make the revenge really special, right? And so they were going to make that their Thanksgiving game, and Auburn went ahead and went along with it. And Sewanee was our Thanksgiving game, and that's another episode of Injustice we'll get to at some point. Uh, Heisman's it was his last uh, his last year, and it ended just in these uh, again just r- ridiculous, ludicrous decisions by referees. And uh, anyway, is this the so one, this is the first one. Is this the one where the game was won and they just stopped the game? Yeah, on account of darkness, right? So that was the big line. That's the thing you put the quotes around. On account of darkness, on account of darkness. So it's uh, it, it's getting late. The game was started at 2, which supposedly, according to Walter Camp, that no self-respecting referee would have started a game this late, right? Uh, but at the same time, that's kind of like when they were started. I think he's playing, you know, he's coaching and doing stuff over in Yale in those Eastern Yankee Ivy League schools where right. it gets darker a little sooner and everything. But for whatever reason, be it delays, uh, timeouts, injuries, what have you, uh, maybe the cloud cover. It was a full moon the night before, though. So, I, you know, I'm, do, I'm doing some deep dives into this. Yeah, bridge. you really are. So it was a... Uh, so it's but it's getting so it's dark and we have 30 seconds left and we're real speedy. Georgia was big, but we're using our brains and our football science and our tricks and, and we're running and Heisman right and Heisman exactly. was the first of the huddle. The, yes. Huddle up. No this, hurry. This was his hurry up. No uh, huddle <laughs> offense. Huddle up. No hurry. Huddle no, up. <laughs> the opposite of that. <laughs> the, hey, the, everybody. <laughs> huddle up. There's no hurry. There's no hurry. Just huddle. No, it was the opposite. The <laughs> hurry the up op- offense. Yes. He claims that this was like the real the the first real example of this being right. used strategically. Exactly. Now all of his teams had been fast because Heisman emphasized fitness. And I really know all about this because I'm doing a book on John Heisman, Rich, by God. I'm doing a lot of books and I'm coming out with it. I'm yes. writing a book about John Heisman Jeers at Auburn. All right. I can't because it's an untold story, and this is one of the good things. So you're welcome, people. You're getting a little treat here. Little little appetizer. So um so it's going it's going good. It's 11 we're up 11 to 6. We own the second half and 30 seconds left. This dude named uh GW Robotham. What kind of name is that oh, to come begin on. with? Robotham. GW? Yes. Played at Tufts University. Oh, give me a br- I dislike the man already. Yeah. Played at Tufts in 1895-1896. Eligibility apparently being not that just just a word. To, uh, to to Robotham because he was playing also at an athletic association club, kind of like a semi-pro type deal while he was uh, at Tufts, which probably explains why uh, he just kind of let Auburn's protests that Georgia's basically half their team were uh, soldiers uh, brought in uh, specifically for this game, which was totally the case. Auburn asked him to sign an affidavit saying they weren't breaking any conference rules by playing these guys. They wouldn't sign it. Normally, that would actually like – a game would be like, all right, sorry, we're not playing this thing. And Robotham's right. just like, eh, no big deal. But understandably, he didn't want to be a hypocrite. Sure. Right? So uh, 30 seconds are left. We're gonna we're on Georgia's 10, perhaps even their 5, maybe the 20. We're in the red zone. We're about to score again. There's 30 seconds left. We're going through a knife through butter, hot knife. And all of a sudden, Robotham blows his whistle and says, game over. Okay, it's too dark. Now, one of the reasons he he claimed, he would go on to claim that it wasn't just the darkness per se, that it was impossible to distinguish between the players because it was so dark. 
crowd, the crowd, as they were wont to do back in the day, uh, were literally crowding onto the field to yeah. see the action. They've paid good money for this. It's Auburn, Georgia. This is not something you want to miss. So, understandably, they're trying to get close up so they can literally actually see the game. And so he tries to make it some sort of like safety issue, oh, right? That like in third, but we have thirty seconds, Rich, as right. if like <sighs> werewolves would all of a sudden, you know, the gentleman would turn into werewolves that you know the gates <laughs> right. of hell would somehow engulf would, in would, thirty seconds, right? Would close over, you know, women would be ravaged, children trampled in thirty <laughs> seconds, exactly. right? Thirty more seconds. So uh, he and he calls the score. He doesn't just say eleven to six. He says zero to zero, right? Well, Auburn's apoplectic. We, we're, we're figuring I, wait, out what, I, in, what in the world is going on. How does that on. happen? Right. Why would you not just say 11 to six? He was operating, and I'm, I'm trying to be quick and succinct here because we don't have the hour like that we used to. Well, I guess we actually have as long as we want. But I'm sitting here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to change, Rich. I appreciate that. I'm trying that. to be a different guy. You're evolving. And uh, he was basically, now, you know, is it bias toward Georgia? Is it ignorance? Um, there were specific rules regarding just such scenarios, like actually in the rule book, which Auburn fans uh, sent to the newspapers who were saying, oh, this is the just and uh, right decision, even though it stinks and Auburn is understandably upset. Technically, this is like a legit thing. And also what stunk was that the umpire, which we'll get around to in another episode because he and Heisman had some recurring beef, uh, this dude named Taylor from Birmingham totally supported the decision like no 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 this is the right thing so his once upon a time so his his position was if the game didn't finish then it was a draw right basically. exactly now logically let's look at let, let's look at the ramifications were this to be the rule a high school team could play Harvard and delay and delay and just sit because there were no real rules regarding delay of game and timeouts and sure. stuff, right? You could just take a timeout and you know they'd start yelling at you if you didn't hurry up. But you could sit there if you needed two minutes, three minutes, and people would frequently go down. In fact, the exact same thing that that same thing happened uh, the following week in Auburn versus Sewanee. But you could sit there and all and, and claim you played Harvard to a draw if you just took your sweet time and, and went with the uh, the the huddle up no hurry offense, right? Right. <laughs> And uh, and so Auburn people are sending in rules. No, this is totally wrong. And uh, and we're demanding like a public reversal of Robotham. Um, and if not, they were going to protest. Well, sure enough, he never came out with it. And uh, so Auburn uh, protested. And actually a year and a day later, even though it was saying there's no chance for this to be overturned because referees' decisions, decisions were final, straight up William Dudley at Vanderbilt, the head of the SIAA, Straight up reverse, which was said, which was the conference. Yeah, that, that was time. the pre yeah the pre SEC conference, and uh, said nope, eleven to six. That's the way it should stand. That's the way it's going to be. And for a long time, it kind of was. Even Georgia, even before the decision, Georgia, to their credit, the, the players' credit, were like, no, uh, we we beat them if we played them again. But uh, right now, uh, yeah, Auburn should have won this thing, and it, it stinks that they they you know got robbed this way. Now the issue, uh, the actual rule. Uh, it was determined that Robotham, in his mind, he was uh, refereeing. The decision was based on an old rule, 
as he knew it because that that was the thing the rules changed every year right so you had to get a guy getting the right referee and the right umpire and side that, guys that was everything this was a really big deal and right. like there were a lot right. of there was a lot of contention uh you know in every game you had to have somebody who knew the rules this guy didn't know the rules north carolina played georgia the next week right they won five to zip, but they they lost it after the game too because this guy Robotham. It was once again Robotham. Georgia suggested so it leads me. It makes me think that it was more than just uh, some random kind of yeah, thing, a little yeah. bias going on, right? Kind of a quid pro quo kind of deal. We'll pay you this fee if you uh, give us the yeah, game. Yeah, we'd you know? like for you to be. And they they freaked out, and in the uh, North Carolina papers, it was like this guy wasn't qualified to referee a game of croquet. Uh, you know, he he knew nothing about the game. He was. Uh, you know, crippling us with petty penalties, allowing Georgia to play off sides. And they were like, this was the same guy in the ridiculous decision last week against Alabama because because Auburn was Auburn was, was referred, referred to, to frequently as, as Alabama, Alabama because yeah. we were pretty much the only real team playing real football in the right. state at the Alabama time. Alabama at the time was playing uh, YMCA teams and, and <laughs> no seriously they and, were and, and high school high school teams and yeah. associations in 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 eighteen ninety seven they didn't even have a team right or eighteen ninety eight anyway so um you know like if we'd known that at the time that this was that guy we wouldn't have done it at all. I started going through and trying to find other games that were called on account because it was an issue. You didn't have out, you know, outdoor illumination was sure non-existent. What other games really. were called because there were, of- there were plenty of them that were called, and plenty of them stayed the exact same. Now he he uh, there were some and like that's the way it was in baseball. A game gets sure. called. That's the way it is. Like on account of darkness, uh, even as early as 1892, there were games that were called on account of darkness. That were uh, that the score stayed what it was, which is what you, which is what you would think would happen, right? Right. Now the irony is that Auburn had actually suggested Heisman, or the captain had suggested fifteen minutes earlier that they call the game, right? That they go ahead and say it, and that was even when they were tied with Georgia. Georgia it was before they had even scored because it was getting too dark. It was already really really dark right. and hard to see. So they were actually willing just for the safety, for whatever reasons were, were listed at the time, to sacrifice what could have been a win. So then it looked like it, when it was tied, Georgia wanted to keep playing. Robotham was willing to let them exactly. keep playing. Exactly. In the in the in the hopes that Georgia could get ahead, exactly. then call the game. When Auburn got ahead, yes. they call the game and then say thirty seconds. Then yes. say, "Oh no, yes. it's zero zero. Exactly. It's like it never happened." You get it. Now he he wrote Robotham. His only public thing was writing to Walter Camp, right? Who was pretty much like the guru. He was the guy sure. who knew everything and set half of them in his Walter Camp guide in uh, Spalding football guide yeah. and all this stuff. And he wrote and was like, "Well, this is a very unfortunate thing, and I can understand Auburn being upset. There is precedent for what you've done." And there was precedent. There were some games in the past that had been called uh, that had been like, you know, right. But, done then, as but a the draw. rule had changed by then there. Exactly. The rule had changed. There were actual specific things saying the ref had no jurisdiction, no, uh, no cause for just arbitrarily shortening the game. It had to be done before the game. They could shave off time of the halves. Halves were 35 minutes. Holy they could cow. make them 25 minutes if somebody needed to catch a train, if they thought it was going to be too dark. But it had to be an agreed-upon thing. It had to be announced. Sure. It couldn't just be you find out. You only, you're like, wait, wait a minute. The game's over with a random whistle, uh, some sort of arbitrary thing. And <laughs> like, it wasn't like soccer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What is the deal? All right. So With freaking soccer. So, exactly. so let's so let's move ahead just a little bit. All right. So Georgia, um, to its credit, kind of claimed that they had lost that game. 
yes. for a number of years, yes, correct? Exactly. So when they you, even had it in their yearbook that year before the decision was reversed as an Auburn win. All right. So for a number of years in media guides and counts, if you will, when the records were compared, that went as yes. an Auburn win yes. and a Georgia loss. Yeah. For how many years did that exist? At least, at least on our end, at least up until the like the fifties, it was still being counted as a win. Uh, even a guy, Dan Hollis, wrote like kind of like a comprehensive game by game, uh, right. you know, look at uh, all the Auburn games in history, and even he, and that was came out in '87. He even had it listed okay. as, as a win. I don't know what happened when it became some sort of official thing that actually was reversed and taken off, and you know, the tally of uh, where the rivalry stood uh, in '92 with the century, you know, the 100 year anniversary of the first game. Right, David Housel. Uh, supposedly or, or, or said he wrote Georgia in some sort of weird, hey, let's do a nice little, uh, it'll be a fun thing to do. We'll set the record straight kind of a deal. What do y'all, they supposedly never got a response uh, from them. So they pulled it out of there. I don't know how exactly, I need to get to the bottom of that. I don't know how, at what but point. It's some, but at some point between, say, the 40s, and the 60s yeah probably they pulled they pulled they pulled it and then some flack from auburn some you know just a hired gun you know pr kind of dude probably saw it just just went ahead or 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 somebody convinced i don't know how exactly it happened but once this is a great example of auburn once again selling itself short historically so whatever i think right now we are actually because of this last win one game ahead about to be two games ahead but of course i think it was like last year, it was some big thing that all, that Georgia had, had finally, finally gone ahead. Right. And that was totally not the case. And uh, anyway, this book is totally going to just do even more with it, Rich. I can't wait to hear. I cannot wait to hear. Well, that was pretty good for a first time back. I mean, it was real it's quick. Been, it's been a long time. We'll get looser, but this is not bad. Yeah. We'll, we'll uh, like as, riding a bicycle. As like the, kissing a girl. As the spirit moves us, we will do these periodically, and maybe we'll uh, make this a regular Let's deal. Let's weekly. Let's do it weekly. I want it. I miss we'll, it. I we'll, crave it. I need it. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. It's pronounced Jordan. Jeremy Henderson of com and Rich and Jeremy in the morning. Rich Perkins. A ride and a jeep.com, and it's uh, Rich and Jeremy in the morning as well on wingsfm.com. That's wingsfm.com, Wings 94.3 in Auburn. See you in hell, Robotham. (laughs) Tufts. Give me a break. It really is kind of stupid.